All right. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mondays with Marketing. I am Jake Harmon, the host of the show. Today, I am flying solo, but that is no big deal because we're going to be discussing uh, part two in our three-part series on Instagram strategies that are going to help you kind of grow your profile, grow your audience, and ultimately just do better with social media. Today, we are going to be covering specifically organic content, kind of the basics of Instagram from creating um, or rather from what should be on your basic profile, the information you should include. Um, talking about uh, something called Linktree. If you've never heard of it, uh, you're going to hear about it today. We're going to show you how to kind of set that up and walk through the various um, design steps on that and why that's important. And uh, go over briefly a, a few different content types from uh, standard posts, reels, story posts, as well as um, hashtag bakes. Then at the very end of the episode, if you stick with us through the end, uh, we're gonna be talking briefly about um, content calendars and you guys are gonna be getting links to a content calendar that you can customize for yourself, as well as a document that will kind of help you uh, optimize your images across all platforms. It has basically the optimized um, file sizes and image sizes for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everything you can need. So that way you can know exactly how big your photo needs to be. All right. So as always, go ahead, feel free to uh, ask questions throughout the show. Um, being that I am by myself today, I'm going to do my best to answer them as I can uh, throughout the episode. However, uh, I'm not able to get to them. I'm going to double check and get to them all at the end of the episode. All right. So let's jump in. Bam. So organic content strategies for Instagram. Like I said, we're going to be going over the do's and don'ts of profile setup, talking a little bit about SEO and what a link tree is, and then going through your standard story and Instagram reels posts and talking about a hashtag bank. So lots of great stuff on today's episode. So let's talk briefly basic profile setup. Uh, for those of you tuning in, we can see here at the top, the image is a screenshot of our Windermere Homes and Estates Instagram profile. And you can see how we have our profile image on the top left, our name, then some information about the company, and then there's a link at the bottom. Uh, I'm going to go through each of these kind of briefly one by one, but... Starting with your name, we don't want to use a kind of username here that's going to be not recognizable. And this is where you can get some help with SEO. When people search your name, whether it's, you know, if it's Jake Harmon Real Estate, they're not only going to find, you know, your website near the top if they look for you specifically by name, but Google is going to, going to return all of your various links that you have as well. So they'll there'll be a link for your Instagram, for your Facebook, for your LinkedIn, all of that if they are fully optimized to return. So therefore, when we're looking at the name that we should be choosing for a username on Instagram, be sure it's something that is really definable to you and recognizable. So general rule of thumb, great, great way to go. First and last name, realtor, or first and last name, San Diego realtor, or first and last name, real estate, something basic and easily recognizable. And moving on through the profile, next section we can see down there is, uh, you can see it's got a little red square around it. Um, we repeat the name, kind of the full out kind of thing. That way you can, you know, 
punctuate it correctly, if you will. Um, in the username, you just want one kind of long tail word, even if it's multiple words, it's all bunched together and you cannot use um, special characters. Here, you know, when your home's in the States, we use the ampersand and there's obviously spaces between each word. So it's repeated there. Um, right below that, you see the uh, business type, real estate company, and then a little bit about who we are. So that's a good spot to put a little brief bio of yourself. Don't make it too long. Uh, I believe there is a character limit on there, but one sentence, if you could just quickly sum it up, that's what you're going to want to do. And then a little hashtag, uh, because we are real estate to stay compliant. We have our DRE license right there. And then right below that, you see the wesd.com link. We'll get more into links in a bit. Below there at the bottom of the main profile spot are the little tabs that kind of show collections that uh, we post on our stories and elsewhere. Uh, those were created by Yessie um, based on what she's posting. So there's one um, specifically for all our agents, uh, one that highlights our offices, luxury, a little bit about us and events. You can get creative with these. So if you're doing a collection for you know new listings, you could have one that's just for you know active listings or pre or current and previous listings. You could have one for that's all about you. There's one you could have one that's more fun on there. I highly suggest that to post some more kind of human content as well. And so you could really get creative there. You can add, as you can see, different images for cover photos of those. And that's a great way to kind of um, differentiate yourself and show what that specific highlight group is going to be about. All right. So we mentioned the link at the bottom of the profile. So in Instagram, you're only allowed to post links into your bio. You cannot post, well, you can technically post a link into the main body of the content or into a comment. However, the way Instagram works, it's not gonna make it an active link. So therefore, if someone's on a cell phone, it's really difficult for them to actually um, access that link just by clicking on it, it won't really let them. So the best place to put links is in your bio. Now on the Windermere Homes and Estates account, we just have one standard link on there, wesd.com. However, something I suggest you guys do is a link tree. Link tree is essentially a URL bank and you can have really as many or as few links as you want. You can customize the names of those links. You can customize your profile as well to look a certain way. As you see uh, in the image, this is one I kind of just briefly created uh, before this show. Um, and you could even organize the links in the order that you want them to appear. So it's a great way to provide several links using kind of one miniature link that is in your bio. You can change these as you want. You can make uh, some active and some inactive if you don't want to show them all at once. Um, so it's definitely a tool that I highly recommend or highly recommend everyone using if you have multiple links. So you can Put your website you can put one for your blog if you have a youtube channel you can put one for your youtube channel um one for you know if you have a, a, a specific review site you can put that there and as we go it's it's super cheap they have a free option which is the one i chose to create the example one it does limit you on some things okay you do have unlimited links and link apps um, you can see analytics uh, and views for the past uh, basically month 28 days um, a lot of things you can do with that. However, the only kind of difference is, is some of the customization. There are certain customization factors that are only available at the higher tiers, but even at the higher tiers, it's cheap. You can get the starter pack right there for $5. Um, 
Uh, you can upgrade to the Pro for $9 a month or the Premium for $24, or $24 a month. And it really just is up to you on what you want to do um, with your profile and how customizable you want things to be. So, and one thing that's great with this, you know, once you sign up, it asks you to tell uh, them a little bit about yourself, what you're do, using it for, and then uh, the category that you're in there. And then this is kind of how it starts when, before you put in links, you can see the top image there has nothing, it's bare bones. This is what you're first gonna see when you log in for the first time. Then at the bottom left image, you can see that we've added uh, several links. And at the bottom right image, that's what those link, your profile looks like as soon as you add those links without any customization to your profile itself. So you can see, um, we have the one, two, three, four, five, shows six links that I added there. And each one of those is people can click on them. And the great thing that I found, uh, you can't, might be kind of hard to see, but the very bottom link on there, I put a link to, uh, the podcasts because we can, you can access podcasted episodes of this show to go back and listen to later. And once you enter one URL, the app actually will, uh, basically search the internet, search the podcast database, if you will, for every single podcast platform that your podcast is on. So if you do a podcast, it's a very easy way to quickly add um, links to all of your podcasts. That way, no matter what platform people uh, prefer, they can be able to find it and download it. And this last one here, this is kind of showing you what it looks like at the end. So a little bit uh, better image of the final profile with some customization. So you could add a personal photo at the top. You could add a logo, do whatever you want. Um, you could add your name and kind of, you know, your title and then a little bit about yourself. The little section right below the name, it is limited to 80 characters. So kind of be aware of that. So you want to keep it short and sweet to kind of get the point across. And then there's those links. Each of those buttons is customizable. If I go back to the previous one, you see they start as a square and it's white, it's black text, very plain. I'm a big fan for some reason of just uh, rounded buttons. Um, kept it white, did kind of a blue text behind it as well and kind of difficult to see, but there's a little bit of a shadow on the button as well to make them pop out. Um, and then the image on the right is just basic analytics because I just created this account. It's not gonna show any analytics because I haven't shared this link tree with any of my profiles for people to click on. But as people start to click on your link tree and start to click on individual links, this area will populate on your profile. All right. So I see we don't have any questions so far, so I'm going to kind of power ahead. Again, if you have any questions at any time, put them in the comments. I will answer them and make this kind of interactive, all right? Now, um, some brief stuff on just the standard kind of posts. Um, this image right here is just a basic standard Instagram post. This is something that people, as they're scrolling through the app on their phone, they'll see it uh, just through their feed. Um, you can see it's a basic image. It kind of highlights the product very well. It's right there in the center. It is a little bit off center to kind of create a little bit of uh, dynamic interest in the image. And then you can see um, near the bottom, very simple, clean, um, Caption using this one says using my favorite toners to achieve the perfect summer bod, and then it says ice cream. Um, <laughs> not sure on there, but basically ha has the basic uh, sorry basic caption that directly relates to the image, 
It has, it's tagging the company itself, and then it has a couple specific hashtags related to that post. Um, this one they use looks like four hashtags. Again, as we talked about in previous weeks, I personally recommend using anywhere from seven to 12 to maybe 15 hashtags, depending on how specific you get, um, but you can use up to 13. So we do have a quick question that came up on here uh, from Ellen. Post this up here. Uh, do you recommend linking our Instagram account to our Facebook account? Yes, in simple terms. Um, by linking the accounts, it does make it very easy for you to share content across both platforms. However, one thing to keep in mind is that not everything that you post on Instagram is going to have the same impact on your audience as when you post that exact same thing on Facebook and vice versa. So it's important to kind of keep that in mind. And one thing that is good, and I've done this on with my personal accounts as well. Um, a great example of this is Facebook. When you tag somebody, it just shows their name. Whereas Instagram, it'll show at and then their username. So a lot of times if I'm sharing something across both things and I want to tag somebody in the, in the post, I'll post it to Instagram and then I'll go over to Facebook and I'll click on edit post. And then anything I've tagged, I'll just change those to um, the face, Facebook standard way of tagging to the first and last name, just to make it read a little bit easier and cleaner and not look as kind of clunky. So I hope that answers your question, Ellen. Uh, again, if anyone has any more questions or Ellen, if you have any more uh, throughout, feel free to post. Um, next, we're going to move on here to just a story Instagram post. This is an example of a few different stories. Your stories are where, are one of the two places where uh, you can do a couple things. You can show personality and you can highlight uh, the business side of your um of your profile of what you're trying to do. So as you can see here, you know, there's a picture of a, uh, looks like a whole pizza um, with a little uh, sticker over it, it says yum. Uh, that could just be a, um, one of the fonts because you can do different, um, different effects on the fonts. So get creative with not only the fonts and the style of the fonts, but the stickers that you can use. You can literally, there's an icon, um, usually in the top right, it looks like a little square. Click on that and you could type in like, one or two, three words of just something you're thinking. If it's like happy birthday, you type in happy birthday and you're going to see a ton of different stickers that display happy birthday in various ways. Some with cake, some with just text. You can get really creative with it. Um, and it allows the, uh, your audience to see a more personal side. So if you use your standard wall posts to post more business specific content, like listings and things like that, you can use your stories and reels to kind of put off a little bit more of your personality to allow your audience to get to know you more. And that brings us into reels. So reels are great because it's very similar to um, stories or your regular posts. However, with these, it's kind of works the way that TikTok works. If you know how that app works, you kind of just go in and you can uh, scroll through uh, just like you were, would be a feed. However, with reels, people don't have to follow you to actually see your reels. So this is a great opportunity to get listings in front of people, to get um, information in front of people about you. So that way more people can discover who you are and hopefully do business with you in the future. Um, you can go live and you can kind of share your uh, previous live videos to reels. 
you can you can do a lot on this. It's a great way to, again, just get in front of people who, who may or may not follow you. And your followers can also see these as well. Last but not least, uh, we're just going to briefly talk about hashtag banks. We've gone in, we went into a lot of depth on hashtags two weeks ago on our last episode. And uh, we did touch on these, but I wanted to make it kind of one more point about these in this context that they're super important and you can customize them as you do. I recommend using the notepad app on your phone or um, even a like a Word document if you post from your computer and you use a scheduling um, app to post everything in advance um, and just have different um, headings and then the list of hashtags below those. So as you can see here from left to right, we have an image for uh, general real estate hashtags. In the middle, there's new listings and then the right location slash neighborhood hashtags. So these are, it's a really great way to stay organized so that way when you're planning your content, you can know, okay, this post is more related to my new, uh, a new listing. So I'm gonna use this list of hashtags and then I may change one or two of them out. That it just, it cuts out a lot of the time behind each post. So it's going to take you a little bit more time in the beginning to get set up. However, it's going to save you a lot of time on the back end. All right. So for organic content, that's all we got this week. Brief, quick episode for you guys. Uh, not a lot of questions. Uh, only the one question uh, today. So really great. As you guys know, we are only a bi-weekly show now. So our next episode will be two weeks from today at 1.30 again on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm going to post into the comments uh, on our private Facebook page the links to both the content calendar that you can customize as well as the uh, document that kind of shows different image sizes across different platforms. So that way you can uh, have those. And as always, like and subscribe to the podcast, like and subscribe to the YouTube page. So that way you can always uh, on YouTube, you can be notified whenever we're going to go live. And then on the podcast, you can go back and listen to past episodes and uh, re-listen at your own pace. And as always, you could also email me at uh, jakeharmon at windermere.com with any questions or go to wesd.com forward slash marketing to submit any marketing requests you have. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and we will see you in two weeks on the next Mondays with Marketing.